Welcome to Season 3 of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs Podcast. I'm Tyler. If you're new to the podcast, we are three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, you know what to expect. The three connoisseurs haven't changed, and the producers are always a wild card. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our previous content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett Hlingles. Today's producer, Troy. Hello, Troy. Welcome, Troy. Bonjour. <laughs> so in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Doghouse Brewing Company, which is in Petawawa, Ontario. Our yes. first trip up to Petawawa. Yes. Nice. We're going to be having two beers in the episode. The first is War Dog, which is listed as a lagered ale. And the second is Breacher, which is listed as a pale ale. Very nice. And to end the episode, we're actually going to be reading a poem for Remembrance Day. All right, we are back. Yes, we are. So Doghouse Brewing is located at 3477 Unit A, Padawala Boulevard in the downtown core of Padawala. I, mean, I don't know how big the downtown core would be. Uh, yeah. Padawala is like about 18,000 people. Yeah, so really? not too bad. Okay, that's, yeah. yeah. A little bit, okay. Uh, it's right next to a quesada and a strip mall <laughs> yeah. on our way down to the military base. So, <laughs> if you want that taco. Or burrito. Okay, yeah. Get a burrito, get a beer, and go down to the military base. Yeah. Bingo, bango, bongo. And bring your dog. Yeah. So yes. Doghouse occupies uh, the space that used to actually be home to a dry cleaning facility. Hmm. And now. And now it's a brewery. Thank goodness. Which I think is a little bit better for our, our uses, uh, mainly because beer can be distributed a little bit more so than uh, dry cleaning. Yes. Right. We'd have to actually go to Petawawa to put our dry cleaning in. Yeah. yeah. And that's something I don't want to do. <laughs> Not saying go to Petawawa. I mean, like... Going to Petawawa just for dry cleaning. Well, you can't now because uh, we got a bird instead of a dry cleaner. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, Doghouse is owned by the father-son team of Richard and Brady McNish. Uh, the brewery opened back in August of 2021. So, we're just a little bit older than a year. Uh, and the idea came to be through a Father's Day gift of a beer-making kit. Uh, so, Richard came to see that not only did he have a knack for brewing, but he had a passion for it. So that's, that's good. It is good. I yeah. mean, that, and that means that you got a good Father's Day gift. Yes. Right? Absolutely. You yeah. Know, something that you are, you know, kind of good at. And something that sparks, you something know, that's a passion useful. and a, yeah. and a you know, business. Sometimes right? you get some gifts that are just like, okay, I'm going to take that and put it in the Do you closet. and then <laughs> <laughs> Or who gave them to you. Yeah. yeah. Start with naming and then we'll get to who gave them to you. <laughs> this, this year was good, but uh, last, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christmas is in, uh, what, a month and a half? So we'll see. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, all right. So after Richard returned from Iraq, uh, they went full steam ahead until it came to a point where a storefront and a bigger brew space was needed so they were doing you know the home brewing thing and then they said all right let's let's open up a space for this let's make more beer yes yeah. absolutely i can get behind that 
So uh, we mentioned that uh, Richard ha- had returned from Iraq. So uh, just a note, Richard's last day in uniform was September 29th uh, after 32 years of service. So yes, thank you for your service, yes, Richard. Uh, and Brady is currently also with the Canadian Armed Forces. So thank you as well, Brady, for your service. A double clap. We don't yeah. get that that often. No. So yes. kudos to you guys. Uh, so Petawawa isn't exactly known for their craft beer scene. By evidence of Doghouse being the first brewery in Petawawa. Uh, <laughs> also another dry cleaning. What <laughs> 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 Doghouse's vision is to broaden and get more people interested in craft beer throughout the Ottawa Valley, while also paying homage to the garrison Petawawa. Nice. Yes. So now in terms of their beers and the labels, every label has a story and a dedication to those who serve for our country. And we'll get into the, the two stories about the uh, war dog and the breacher uh, when we have those beers. For sure. And all that information is listed on their website. Yes. Uh, you can go through each one of their beers and read the story that matches to that beer. So yeah. I did that the other day and it was uh, really informative. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was nicely done. Really and nice and we mentioned they're only a year old, so they actually don't have a ton of beers. So they have five beers. Um, so, I mean, I, I would imagine at some point if they were releasing a lot of beers, it might be a little bit more difficult to get a, a story going for, for each one of them. But uh, for the five that they have, they definitely have that story, which is a really nice touch. Right. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, do you have anything you want to Yes. So uh, through Kickstarter, yep. uh, so that's kind of how the, the brewery got funded. Uh, they which were, is interesting because yeah. we haven't really seen that done. The Kickstarter, no, yeah. Before. No. And Kickstarter used to be pretty huge. And I don't, I don't know if it's kind of fitted to the background, like crowdsource funding or... Yeah. Maybe but for more for like other types of businesses, you see it a lot, right? You see With it a other lot types more of so. business, I, guess, I feel like less now than you know ten years ago when like Kickstarter was mm-hmm. like all the rage. Yeah, it, it's hard though, right? When you're doing a Kickstarter, like the brewery model may not fit well because with Kickstarter, don't you like people are literally buying your product what in advance when they give you money, right? right? Mm-hmm. So like I don't know, what are you going to buy in advance, like a six pack yeah. or something? Unless like that, they but. did some kind of uh, share dispersal kind of system, yeah. right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mostly Kickstarter, you just see every single uh, pitch on Shark Tank. It's like, yes. oh, well, we have this started Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so they were able to get around 120% of their target goal with plenty of supporters from the local community giving their hard-earned money to have a successful brewery within the Petawawa area. Nice. So and I, I guess it, that kind yeah. of proves concept, right? Yeah. Is if you can go ahead that way, then you know that the community is already there to support you. Um, ahead of you know opening up and investing all the time and money as well into it so it's nice to see the community ahead of time said we trust you guys we believe in you and uh yeah so that's kind of cool yeah and i would imagine you know there were a lot of people in petawawa who are saying we need a brewery here because you know ottawa is not that far away but you know it's relatively far away from, i think from it's 175 Petawawa. kilometers kind of okay so it's actually quite far away um you could do that just a hop skip and a jump so they like they have you know breweries not really local to them right so to have one i mean 120 percent of their target maybe other people are seeing that and saying oh maybe we need a second brewery in petawawa right before you know it there's gonna be like seven breweries in petawawa and just yeah. a whole hub <laughs> It'll be, awesome. it'll be a hot spot. One of them it better be. open up as a dry cleaning. You know, like <laughs> I, I want to keep going back. To a it, dry but. cleaning brewery. Yeah, come yeah. on. I think so. 
Call it money laundering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go. yeah, that's pretty good, eh? You like that. That's there you go. gotta love that marketing already. Thanks. Yeah, so on their Instagram page, talking about marketing and just kind of uh, exposure, they uh, dive into a great detail about how their beer process actually is, is done. So how it's made, they've got videos going step-by-step -step instructions. Um, so they're not hiding anything. It's, it's kind of that full transparency model again. And, and maybe that's something that they realized as they did the Kickstarter is like, listen, we're going to put this beer out there and we're yeah. going to make sure that you're part of the whole experience. So everything that we do, we understand that you've given them money to us to make this work. Um, so it's a community kind of process, full transparency. Um, and hopefully their beers uh, taste good. I guess we'll find out. I'm yeah. Um, for that part. <laughs> and it's also just, you know, to, to watch the videos, it's just cool. Like it, it's a, it's a, you know, good piece of content for you to, to for watch. Sure. Yes. Yep. So speaking of their beers uh, on untapped, remember again, Doghouse is a newer brewery. So they haven't been over a whole lot of chickens, uh, only 398 overall. Wow. As the brewery itself. Yeah. Uh, with an average rating of 3.72. They only have five beers on tap that was mentioned earlier. Uh, all four of us have had absolutely zero because we've never been to Petawawa. Nope. Yeah, I was going to try and sneak just one, you know, off to the side ahead of this episode just to be that guy. You're like, going to go to Petawawa when we were in uh, in Hammond? You're yeah, just going to take you know, a little like, tour? Yeah, it's pretty close, I heard. Yeah, yeah it's like 175 <laughs> kilometers. <laughs> so a 3.72. So uh, for me, that's a little bit above my average. Um, yeah, right, right, right on my average. Two points below your average um, of your 5.72 out of 5 for all the beers that you... I haven't had a 5 in a while, but okay. <laughs> it's uh, true. I think, it's, I think you have had one I think, I think Oh, yeah, the other half stuff. I get you. There yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. That's going to so, be producer special sometime soon, that's for sure. There you we're all going go to all your fives? No, we're going to go to Buffalo. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Buffalo. So we're going to take this actually back to Petawala. Yes, let's please do uh, that. The hours of the brewery... Uh, which of course is dog friendly, which is good. Would to make know. sense to be able good. to allow dogs. That to does make sense. Yeah, good, good to know. Um, open Wednesday to Friday from four to eight, and then Saturday and Sunday from twelve to five. Um, so uh, pretty decent hours. I think that's kind of good to kind of get uh, your feet wet a little bit mm -hmm. now that they've only been open for a year. Um, with obviously there, there's room for expansion on those hours. I feel like moving forward, right? <laughs> you could see that Friday expand a little bit later as, as more of the community kind of shows. They up. got that base built and now it's just, yeah, you know, that's expanding, great. right? Great yeah. foundation. So if you want to, if you don't live in Petawawa, which, you know, only 18,000 people do, right? So, uh, or if you don't want to drive 175 kilometers from Ottawa, uh, then you could get their beer delivered to you. Uh, so you do need to... You could get them to drive 175 <laughs> Or somebody else, some yeah. shipping company. Uh, so you have to buy a minimum of 12. Okay, so you got to get a 12-pack uh, to qualify for Ontario shipping. And the price is based on your location oh shucks i have to get 12 beers oh, oh darn no. yeah oh, no. yeah dang uh, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i might as well get 24 <laughs> collaborate get exactly more. exactly uh go with your friends so uh of course as always we're gonna link to their information on our social media so you can make those purchases and it's about time that we have our first ever doghouse beer again yeah so what we want to do is we want to send a thank you to richard from doghouse for sending us uh, the beers that we're going to be having on today's episode so thank you thank again you. richard another clap oh Brett starts the clap there it is all right good job mm -hmm. um so yeah the first beer that we're having today is war dog 
which is a lagered ale, which you previously mentioned. Yep. Um, it's categorized as a golden ale on untapped. And we're going to get into that in a second here. But it's 5% ABV and 17 IBUs. Yes. So, Brett, why don't you give us a little bit of this? This is about a storybook for you. So. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a lot of reading. Good luck to you, sir. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so dogs have been a soldier's best friend since ancient Egyptians used them. This beer tells the story of a dog named Pal. Pal was gifted to the 1st Battalion of the Royal Rifles of Canada. Pal was a Newfoundlander who was quickly promoted to the rank of sergeant and given the name Gander. Um, so he was deployed with his battalion to Hong Kong in 1941. He earned the name the Black Beast. His black fur made him virtually invisible to the naked eye at night, and his aggressive bark slash willingness to maul his enemies caused the Japanese to believe the Canadians were training war beasts. When a Japanese grenade was thrown at a section of Canadian soldiers, Sergeant Gander picked up the grenade and ran away with it. The explosion killed him, but he saved the lives of seven Canadian infantiers. For these actions, Sergeant Gander was awarded the Dickin Medal of Ga- for Gallantry, which is a Victorian Cross for Service Animals, in 2000, and is still remembered to this day. Wow. wow. Now that is a good boy. Quite the story. Yes. Um, all right, so uh, today, the inspiration... Inspirational dog is Maximus, uh, which is a seven-year-old Siberian husky whose owner, Jill, had retired from the armed forces and was diagnosed with PTSD. Uh, Maximus demonstrates what it's like to be a hero and provides the support and comfort to get through each day. So this beer is a dedication to warriors like Sergeant Gander and the warriors of today like Maximus, who are true war dogs. Very nice. There you go. So that's the story of, uh, of this beer. Very good. So War Dog itself is crafted in uh, spe- it's a, with specialty ale yeast, but carefully fermented like a lager. So we know that lagers take a little bit of time, a little yeah. bit of love to uh, get them where they need to be. So it is defined as having a smooth body and a crisp finish. It's complex enough, but uh, really, you know, to truly enjoy it. So it's going to be, I think, a simple lager that's complex. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense at all. I hope it's got a lot of flavor to it. But again, lagers... We know exactly how they're made. There's not a whole lot of adjuncts. You're you're dealing with the same core ingredients. So it's very simple, but I feel like this is going to have a nice body to it. Yes. Uh, There are some food pairings for this because it's a little hungry. Oh, did Uh, that make you excited? Yes. Yes. Uh, So wings, fries, hot dogs. Not excited about hot dogs because I don't like hot dogs. And spicy dishes. Wow, they went really all out with the food pairings. (laughs) Is it ironic that... Hot dogs yeah. uh, are a food pairing with this. Um, all right, so I don't know, is it? Well, because it's war dogs. Yeah, no, I got. Yeah. Well, we got the joke. <laughs> I see the tired. Uh, all right, so uh, you can always follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Connoisseurs, and of course on Untapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. And uh, the rating for War Dog on Untapped is three point six eight out of five, with one hundred and two check-ins. Very good. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's get to the good part here. So let's grab our cans. Let's grab our glasses. Yeah, I just got to make sure Brett's got the right one in the right hand. You good? <laughs> We're good. All right, and uh, let's open her up. All right. There we go. Start pouring here, and Chris, you take over. Yeah. So uh, we are drinking this uh, golden ale. Out of a pint glass, or sorry, Lagerdale, or Golden Ale, whatever you want to call it. A Lager uh, Golden. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure to use your proper glassware. Very good. All right. Let's see what we got here. A little bit ahead uh, on mine. What about yes. yours, Fred? A little yep. bit ahead as well. You can nice. see definitely bubbles coming through, so it's well carbonated. 
a nice golden in color. Yes. Yeah. Very kind of honey-esque. And it's very uh, translucent, so you can see through it. So yeah, sure. that's definitely that lager portion, I would say, uh, of it. But yes, tons of carbonation coming through on it. What about on the nose? The nose? A little bit of that, uh, that honey that was mentioned earlier. Sorry, I should have said that in the mic. Get a little bit of honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing in front of you. So uh, This thing? This yeah, thing that, on? that thing, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is unfortunately on, so we can hear you. So, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we had talked about uh, blocking me out earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I might, might have to do that yeah. for the listeners. So, right, I can just talk over here. There you go. So, this uh, oftentimes you'll see uh, a Kolsch labeled as a, a Lagerdale. So, I wonder if this, you know, really is kind of like a Kolsch. Um, but I do get kind of that smell of the Kolsch where it's very, you know, like you mentioned, Brett, a little bit of honey, mm-hmm. um, but you can smell that maltiness as well i think um yeah that's where i'm i'm kind of getting is, is yeah. kind of like a heavier malt yeah um i don't, I don't know I don't wanna, it's not really grassy but a little bit of an earthy undertone to it um but yeah no, no. that i i get that yeah yeah like and at first it, i was trying to pick it up and sometimes like black licorice has like an earthier kind of like smell to it in a way and when i first smelled this i was like oh i can kind of smell like a little black licorice earthiness to it but it's not that it's 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 more of an earthy kind of like smell to it i hope with, this with the honey in it. does not taste like black licorice no it, oh. <laughs> actually won't. if it tastes like black licorice i'm out absolutely, yeah. absolutely won't but i'm just saying like on the nose you know it's got that yeah. uh, i don't know what that is but it's a very rich um kind of smell to it so so let's maybe confirm that this does not taste like black licorice Ooh. and taste it okay let's do it right. you guys go first here and i just want to see what your reactions are so can confirm no black licorice okay good good <laughs> Yeah. You um, want to talk about the can? I'll, yes, I'll yes. Uh, this is actually probably one of um, the best design cans I've seen in a long time. Nice and simple. Um, I'm just going to set my beer down there. So it is a dog and a person armored up. Um, Perhaps sh- is the dog in war? Yes, in a, maybe a war. Uh, shaking hands. Right, just saying. Yep. You know what? <laughs> They're shaking hands. Oh, shaking paws. Okay, <laughs> shaking want? paws. They're shaking paws. You think they're one paw, one one hand? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. In the one paw, one. They're, they're having a handshake of acknowledgement to say that they're going to war with each other. And it's a nice, like, silhouetted. Yeah. Uh, like they're both silhouetted. Yeah. yeah. At like a dusk, dawn. Yeah. I, I agree. It's a nice can. Yeah, it it definitely nice. uh, encapu- encapsulates the uh, the story behind this beer. Absolutely. Yeah, full can art, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's uh, got all the information on there, which which is good. Um, what are you guys thinking about the beer? Uh, the tastes. What do you got? So I'm getting uh, a lot of that earthy smell is coming through on the in the taste as well. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, again, not quite grassiness, but earthiness. Um, yeah. Definitely comes off crisp like you would expect from a lager and all that carbonation um but yeah majority is kind of that earthiness so yeah when it comes to the carbonation i'm not getting a whole lot of carbonation on this one i, I don't know no. if just i mean it's it's there but i'm not it's not like it's not really carbonated like overly carbonated for me mm. are you guys um, getting a whole lot of carbonation i'm getting a little, a little bit of carbonation i'm also kind of getting like a Floral, a little bit of floral. Yeah, going there, on here. there was something at the end that I'm like, "What is that?" But now that you Who say, "Who are you?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that you say floral, I'm I'm getting that. Yeah, but definitely clean, crisp. Um, yeah, I definitely think it's clean. It finish finishes. Yeah, really it's a, the, the mouthfeel and the finish is actually Smooth. exactly what you would expect from a lager. Smooth. Um, Brett, you haven't done this in a while. I don't think the top five flavor profiles. Sure. Do you want to? Yeah. Wanna, why not? Do you want to leave the? 
the charge? No. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, number one is clean. Yeah, I think it's a very clean beer. Finishes clean. Um, I, there's no lingering after um, yeah. for, for me. Uh, producer Troy saying, yes, sir, to number one. That's his number clean. one, yeah. Yes. Is that uh, what he's saying? <laughs> well, that's what he looks like he's saying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, number two, crisp. Yeah, I think this is crisp. Yeah. Okay. Uh, producer Troy has it at number three. Uh, sticking at number threes, balanced. Uh, I I mean, this is a, you know, being a, a lagered ale, like, balanced is an interesting one for me because there's not a ton of different flavors that need to be mm-hmm. balanced. And I think right? the more check-ins that this yeah. beer gets, balanced is going to work its way out of the top five. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we couldn't put in, in the earthy or the, yes. the yes. honey at that point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, personally. Okay. okay. Uh, number four, mellow. Only yellow. I knew there was going to be a mellow yellow joke coming there. For oh, there you go. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I guess like it, whatever a mellow beer tastes like. Well, right? I think the kind of going back to it is maybe that's where the balance and the mellow are kind of hand in hand, right? Is that there's nothing that's really jumping out at you is because it is somewhat balanced. But at the same time, I kind of disagree with that going back to, again to what you said, Chris, and a little bit of a fight for you as well was that you are getting a earthiness or a floral or a honey, yeah. right? And so those are kind of coming through and I don't think that they're punching us in the face, but enough for us to recognize like, okay, it does have like an earthy undertone, so it's not really mellow for me. Yeah, like for to me, when I hear mellow, I think almost like a lack of flavor, which yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. this has. I, I think there is a yeah. good amount of flavor in this beer. I'm thinking more so if you're to knock it down to percentages in terms of flavors. Mellow's kind of giving me that, okay, it's 25% this, 25% this. It's all even across the board. There's nothing one that's going, you know, above and beyond, right? Like honey is not more than floral. Right. It's just all on the same level, if you will. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's at least my, uh, you know, sure. two cents. Uh, in Canada now it's five cents because, you know, there's no pennies. Uh, number <laughs> five, uh, malty. Uh, this is actually not as malty as I was expecting uh, when yeah, I smelled I agree it. With that. Um, but uh, so I don't know if I would put it like there. I would say definitely earthy, floral, and honey would be ones that are missing that I would add. But do you think that that honey is coming from the malt, right? So is it might not have like an overly like um, like I don't know. You look at like a caramel malt, right? Yeah, is, no, it's that. So I think that the honey is probably coming. From the malts, mm-hmm. yeah. but Probably, I know, I, yeah. but I know what you're drain, saying yeah. where in terms of like a traditional kind of malt flavor is yeah. not really there. But I do think that the the honey is coming through, right? Yeah, and Troy is saying like maybe that's honey is a better way to describe it because it's coming from the malt rather than just saying malty. So I agree with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad though I could do that. You know. Yeah. Thanks, Troy. So, uh, Troy, whoa. <laughs> I walked us down that path. Troy just, Troy just put in one little comment. Come yeah. On now. Hey, well, I, Troy put it, so I, I'm giving him credit. Okay. Thanks, Tyler. I also, disagree. <laughs> Tyler, I'm on you. Thank you. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, right, Brett, you're you right. know what I meant. You're, uh, you're, I know. What you did meant. we? Yeah. Yes. You yes, you did. But you're off. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking <laughs> speaking of other you know, being on things, Untapped, and uh, people are on it, and there's a couple reviews that we will share with you. And Tyler, you had the first one. 
I do have the first one. So Paul uh, handles AV028 wood on August 14th. Stated the following. Multi and clean, three out of five. Short description Chris, from you're, Paul. You're next. Chuck <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of descriptive ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. And that's sure. the thing. One thing to mention that we, yeah. we say from time to time is because there haven't been a whole lot of check-ins of the brewery itself and the beers, um, that some of the uh, untapped users are still getting out there and, and tasting it. So Yeah, definitely. And, and not everybody provides actual description when they check in their beer. Uh, so the next one comes from Chuck M. Uh, Chuck RCM is Chuck's handle on January 15th. So going a little while back stated rich and rather clean finish ever so slight floral notes. Another delightful beer from a brewery making beers. I like, uh, so Chuck obviously likes uh, doghouse and he gave it a four out of five. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, I'll get this, uh, going here. So I'll start this off. I'm going to go with a 3.25. Okay. I am also going to go with a 3.25 on this one. So for me... Are you going to be on me? No. Okay. Me and Troy might get along, though. Okay. Because we're both going to give it 3.5s. All right. Yes. So if that's the case, we've got two 3.5s and th- two 3.25s. So that's going to give us something that's smack dab in the middle of that, uh, which would be, uh, what, a 3.375? Yeah. And oh. You see how I did that in the head? I said, <laughs> Troy, you take your time, bud. Put that's the keyboard the down. That's clap train again. <laughs> Very nice. So, so we round up, right? Yeah, I think we should round this puppy oh, up. Oh, absolutely. Let's do yeah. that. <laughs> See what I said there? Should <laughs> round this puppy up? Yeah, well, speaking of puppies, we're going to uh, take our dogs for a walk to the second beer. All right, we are back. And the second beer we're having today is called Breacher, which is a pale ale on the can. Okay. But uh, we've got another discrepancy here. The website and Untapped both have it listed as a hazy IPA. So we'll be the judges, I think, of what exactly it is. Uh, But just let everyone know there is that discrepancy. Either way, comes in at 6.2% ABV with 47 IBUs. Very good. Yeah. All right. So known as Sappers, the corpse of the uh, Royal Canadian Engineers has a long history in Garrison, Palawa. In 1931, they got their first permanent unit, the first field company, Royal Canadian Engineers. Renowned for their bravery and courage in the face of the enemy, this uh, unit has supported their infantry and armored counterparts since the Second World War. And to this day, it remained to be the senior regular force engineering unit in Canada. So we're dealing with a bunch of engineers here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. So the beaver is a symbol of the engineers as it perfectly represents their versatility, adaptability, perseverance, and skill in building and demolition. And this beer is honored to pay homage to the engineers and be named after one of the most their most famous tasks, breaching. Nice. Yeah. So the beer itself, Breacher, is a balanced, hazy IPA. Again, this is the description provided, so we'll see if it actually is hazy. Uh, With a pleasurable floral and spicy aroma, utilizing five variety of hops. It's dry hop for a mellow, smooth finish with sharp IPA and citrus notes. I feel like they got hung up on the word mellow. You know, we got mellow here, we got mellow before. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. A lot of mellow coming out of Yes. Here. Maybe they're going to have a marshmallow beer soon. Ooh. Oh, that would be nice. A marsh. stout. No. Right. Yeah. A marshmallow. Mm-hmm. I can see that still. Yeah, with like the, the, the marshmallow guy with like the X's through? No, I was thinking like an actual marsh. Oh, that's probably better. On on top, this breacher has 53 check-ins with an average rating of 3.72 out of 5. So again, their overall average. Through all their beers was 3.72. This beer, 3.72. 
Right on it. Bingle bangle. All right, let's grab your glass. Grab your can. I got it lined up this time correctly. Go Don't worry. Perfect. <clears throat> and let's open her up. Okay, kind of got a little splash there on the back end. So, uh, again, we mentioned the discrepancy of uh, the labeling of this beer. So, since the can says pale ale, I'm treating this as a pale ale. So, we're drinking it out of a pint glass today rather than an IPA glass. So, make sure to use your proper glassware. Okay. Very good. Um, on the eye test here, um, I do have some pretty good head. I, I think we're going to be lacing pretty good all the yeah, way Yeah, I down. think this beer is going to have some really good lacing. Um, the color of it, though. So it's definitely hazy, but it's hazy in a different way. It's hazy in a copper-orange way Ooh, versus like good that job. yellow way. Good job. Very copper, yeah. Um, yeah. That you would normally see from like a, a traditional New England-style IPA. Right. More of like a West Coast style. Yes, yeah, almost like on a West the, Coast style. On the yeah. color, right? almost feel like maybe this beer is like a hybrid of a bunch of things happening here. But even a pale ale, like you will get some haziness from sometimes. Yes, sure, yeah. sure. But I do think it kind of maybe floats in between like a traditional West Coast and a traditional uh, New England, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we, again, will be the judges of that. I mean, on the, on the look, I would say definitely not going to necessarily commit to hazy uh, IPA yet. Sure. Now, what, what are you getting on the nose? Are you picking anything up there? Anybody? Anybody? The, oh. <laughs> the aroma is actually not that strong on this one. I, I don't feel anyways, but I am getting a little bit of that citrus coming through on the nose. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up some of the alcohol. I don't know if anybody else is kind of picking okay. that up. I don't know if it's just, just me on this one. But uh, I don't know. It's a it's six point two, so it shouldn't come. Yeah. You know, it's not he- heavy, not crazy. But, yeah. But I just I don't know. I'm picking up just a little bit of a an alcohol mm-hmm. kind of like uh, Ford. Now I'm going to use this word again, mellow, when it comes to the the overall scent of the beer, if you will. And again, it's just that combination of like a little bit of citrus, a little bit of. Yeah. and a little bit of the alcohol that you, you mentioned. Yeah. Again? Uh, so before we dip into it, Troy is saying that, uh, so pale ales, you know, not a lot of them are over like 5% ABV. And this one, like you mentioned, Tyler, 6.2. Mm-hmm. So maybe that kind of leans toward that IPA because 6.2 makes sense from an IPA perspective. Also, I'm pretty sure it was you that mentioned it was 6.2%. It wasn't Tyler. Well, oh, Tyler I, I just I mentioned, mentioned it. I'm giving him more credit this yeah, time. Yeah, you know what? You should. Right? You yeah. should give him credit. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Because he, he was a little upset last time. Yeah, you know, just yeah. credit what credit's do. That's all. Yeah. You know. there, was, <laughs> there was some fisticuffs that happened outside. Uh, right. You guys have settled it, though, which is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, when you win the arm wrestling competition, you know, then, you know, you get brain right. So I'm glad I did. Um, let's get to tasting it. Do you guys want to taste it a little bit? That yes. would be uh, really the objective so, of the podcast. Chris, so. you and I will taste. Brett, you got the can. Sure. Yeah, let's see. Uh, there's no paws or uh, hands in this one. Um, but what you can see is a beaver. Okay. And we mentioned it, obviously the beaver being the, tr- uh, the staple of the engineers within the armed forces and, uh, a bit of a tree branch and the beaver is eating the tree branch. Very is he good. eating it or is he moving it to build his dam? You know what? He's eating it and moving <laughs> it at the same time. <laughs> no, it's a good silhouette kind of picture again. Um, the one thing on the bottom here, right? Because it does have a name on the, on the bottom. It's just a little bit hard to, hard to see, right? Um, so from an accessibility standpoint, oh. it is a little difficult Chimo. to see the Chimo. Yeah, but, Chimo. Um, 
But yeah, Silhouette, very beautiful can again. They yes. do a good job with yeah, the, the full the art, can. The art. artwork on both these cans, and I saw the other artwork for the other three cans too that we didn't have today. Yep. Um, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, it is well done. And it's nice to always see um, a little bit more time and a little bit more money invested into it is the full can art, right? Yes. You have the canvas. You might as well use it. Exactly. It, it, looks, it looks very put together, for so sure. Speaking about things that are put together slash time and effort, this beer. And yeah. we should probably drink it. We, we have been. See, that's how you do transition, Chris. No, we've been drinking it. We've already been drinking. We got, <laughs> what? Yeah, I said you'd pick up the can while we've been drinking And it. Brett, this is how you drink a beer. <laughs> oh. There you go. Oh, there you go. All right, so Brett, your, your time to drink. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk yeah, about that's what, what, I what, what we take. Yeah, what a time. So this is a very interesting flavor profile of this beer, I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's like mild citrusness in it, but it's almost kind of dominated by a like a dark malt flavor almost it it's very difficult for me to explain this one i i think you're pretty well spot on (laughs) um it's especially if it's it's not mellow because i'm picking up again some some strong flavors um it could be that maltiness on the back end and Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of what's driving things forward a little bit um There is some subtlety of some citrus, um, but I, I don't know exactly how to pinpoint it. It's very, I'd say it's it's a complex kind of flavor profile, and I feel yes. like it's very malt driven. Um, it's not a New England mm-hmm. IPA. I feel like it's got more West Coast notes, um, that just the way that it is. But it's it, and it also doesn't really fit into a traditional pale ale. So I feel like they've uh, kind of created their own kind of. Um, Petawawa Pale Ale style. Mm-hmm. There you go. It, it's definitely um, interesting in terms of how this is all put together because when you think of a, um, a New England style IPA, you think you're going to get that, you know, a little bit of dankness, a little bit of hop flavor. You do get the citrus out of this. Um, but again, it's kind of leaning more on that West Coast style. Okay. Oh, definitely. See, yeah. And, that, and that's but, the thing is like even on Untapped, like it's listed as IPA other. Other, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I would say it's not overly bitter, which you would expect from a West Coast IPA. So that's missing. Um, mm-hmm. If if you were to classify it as that, it's it's just I'd say this beer. You know, we've had this discrepancy of how it's categorized, and I think that's because it doesn't really fit nicely into any sort of category that mm-hmm. we're. That we it's, know it's of, kind right? of sitting in its own category, if you will. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. That's where it's that other comes in. Pale ale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They've they've discovered something new here. Uh, well, in terms of uh, the top five flavor profiles, let's let's run through that. So the first one is hoppy. Um, Troy saying no, kind of emphatically. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I, I would I would agree with that. I don't think it's overly hoppy. Yeah, same, same here. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's not uh, overly hoppy. And I'm I'm trying to figure out what the hops are. Right, because it said it was brewed with five. Five different ones. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out. I'm not sure if, that they list it, though, yeah. Yeah. Um, the second one is citrus. Uh, so I would put citrus in this list. Probably not second because mm-hmm. it's quite a faint uh, citrus. Right. Uh, number three is zesty. I'm not really getting any of that zest, right? 
I was saying, I was hoping for more like, you know, you get a grapefruit feel. You would get like a tangerine feel within this mm-hmm. beer. And none of that's really coming through for me. See, I think, I, like I usually turn zesty as basically coming from the rind of a fruit. Mm-hmm. So right. whether or not that is, I mean, it, it can be citrus, but citrus to me is more juice. Zesty is more rind. Um, and I'm not really picking up mm, as much of that rind kind of flavor profile. Yeah. So the next one, I, I don't think I've ever seen this in a beer. Gassy. Mm. Um, yes. Producer Troy thought it was supposed to be grassy. No. And I was like, no, it's, yeah. it's no, gassy. It's, it's gassy. actually gassy. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I guess uh, maybe if you go to Petawawa, it's a very gassy place. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I, I don't even know what this means. <laughs> yeah. I think with, with this is the individuals who have had this are in the same boat that we're in. Um, it's just, it's difficult to kind of put something in it. I feel like this they're is kind of just- They're grasping at straws. They're, they're mm-hmm. gassing at straws. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that they're just kind of throwing it in there. Um, it is a very unique kind of beer. I think more so a gassy, it might be acidic. And more so maybe that would be the better line to use there. Um, mm. that, just me though. Yeah, maybe. That might just be, yeah. So the final flavor profile comes in at malty, um, which I, I would agree. I, I There's malt here. I you know, going back to the last beer and how we kind of pulled out, okay, what flavor is the malt giving it? I, I'm struggling with exactly what it is yeah. on this one. But. I agree. And I think that's the thing is this would be a very tough beer to judge. I don't know what category it would go into. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, so, IPA other. <laughs> IPA other, there you go. Uh, so Troy's saying this this would still be a nice beer to drink on a hot day in Petawawa, maybe on their patio. Do they have a patio? The, yes. I hope they have a patio, yeah. I mean, not now. It's November, well, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a warm November. True. But. All right. Well. Anyways. Let's, uh, let's move on, see what the untapped users think, and then what we think, and we'll keep this puppy rolling. Yes. So the first one comes from Brew B. Beer Bacher is his name. Uh, we had to go all the way back to November 26th of 2021. Oh, almost Jeez. a year ago. I right. say almost four years. Uh, Breacher while watching Reacher. I don't even know what Reacher is, but okay. Uh, yummy IPA. Hoppy, zesty, full-bodied. A winner. Yep. Going back for more, four out of five. Oh, he just needed to put in winner Gagnon. Yes, yes, yeah. bon chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one comes from Don N. Uh, Don's handle is unknown in Canada. Maybe known somewhere else, but not in Canada. Uh, on August 17th, said, <laughs> super easy to drink beer. It goes down well. Too easy. Love the stories as well. And Don, big fan, gave it a five out of five. Yeah, yeah that, that was his actual rating. Yeah, how many fives were there? Probably uh, that one. I don't think we uh, we put we that in that there. For I know. I think there folks. was with, with doing uh, going through on tap for this the lagered one, the lagered ale. Sorry, it was some guy who just kept checking in in his five, like ten. Times. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> big fan. Yes, big fan. So, so there is actually only one five there for this is. beer. So, so it, it's Don. It. There yeah. you go. Don is now known in Canada as the only five to give this beer. There you so go. So far, there might be one coming up. We'll see. Don, you need to change your handle because you're now known. Uh, <laughs> all right. So in terms of our ratings, I'll start us off. I will say I'm not agreeing with Don. Uh, I'm not going to give it a five. Uh, this beer is interesting to me. So I, I don't even, this is difficult for me. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of struggling with its identity in terms of what it's trying to be. Right. I was hoping for that, you know, that hazy dank juice bomb and I got more of a West coast. Um, I'm going to stick with yourself there, Chris, and go with a three. Very good. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also a little bit confused by it. 
Um, I'm a huge fan of telling me what it is and it meeting those criteria, right? Yes. Um, when you kind of deviate a little bit outside of it, then I'm just wondering if you really know what it is. And um, I think it is interesting. I just don't think it's placed where it needs to be placed. So I'm actually going to come in with a 2.25 on this one. And producer Troy is going to give it a 2.5. So... So, Troy, doing some math here. I cannot do this one in my head, so we're going to... Oh, it's pretty simple. Okay, yeah. Two threes, a two five, and a two two five. So, it's going to come out to be be about a two six something, right? uh, Two point six eight seven five. Yeah, I told you, two point six something. Uh, So, we... (laughs) (laughs) That is good. It's two point six something. Um, So, we're going to round that up to two point seven five. Uh, for uh, for this breacher. Yes, and that concludes the review of Doghouse and the beers provided. And to Rick and Brady, uh, again, thank you for your service. Absolutely. Yeah, greatly appreciate it. And we're going to be right back with our Remembrance Day poll. All right, we're back. So tomorrow is Remembrance Day. And to pay our respect to all of those who have served, we thought it would be most appropriate for us to um, read a bit of a poem. Actually, we'll probably read the whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're going to read uh, a, a poem. Uh, the poem is Why Wear a Poppy by Don Crawford. Um, this ties in, obviously, with uh, Doghouse Brewing and the service that they've done uh, for the country. Yes. And so um, what we're going to do is we're going to split this poem up. Uh, each one of us is going to take a section, and um, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Please wear a poppy, the lady said, and held one forth. But I shook my head. Then I stopped and watched as she offered them there, and her face was old and lined with care. But beneath the scars the years had made, there remained a smile that refused to fade. A boy came whistling down the street, bouncing along on carefree feet. His smile was full of joy and fun. Lady, said he, may I have one? When she pinned it on, he turned to say, why do we wear a poppy today? The lady smiled in her wistful way and answered, This is Remembrance Day, and the poppy there is a symbol for the gallant ones who died in war. And because they did, you and I are free. That's why we wear a poppy, you see. I had a boy about your size, with golden hair and big blue eyes. He loved to play and jump and shout. Free as a bird, he would race about. As the years went by, he learned and grew, and became a man, as you will too. But the war went on, and he had to stay. And all I could do was wait and pray. His letters told of the dreadful plight. I can see it in my dreams at night. The tanks and guns and the cruel barbed wire. And the mines and bullets, the bombs and fire. Till at last, at last, the war was won. And that's why we wear a poppy, son. The small boy turned as if to go. Then said, thanks, lady. I'm glad to know. That sure did sound like an awful fight. But your son, did he come back all right? A tear rolled down each faded cheek. She shook her head, but didn't speak. I slunk away in a sort of shame. And if you were me, you'd have done the same. For our thanks in giving is oft delayed. Though our freedom was bought and thousands paid. And so when we see a poppy worn, let us reflect on the burden borne by those who gave their very all when asked to answer their country's call. That we at home in peace might live. Then wear a poppy, remember, and give.
All right, that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. Make sure you tell your friends, family, and any veteran you know and thank them for their service. Absolutely. So from all of us and producer Troy, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.